Hey friend, welcome to Self Transformed, a podcast redefining self-care through simple fitness, nutrition, and mindset habits. I'm your host, Emily Nichols, certified personal trainer, Whole30 coach, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I know the struggle is real when it comes to taking care of you. I too am a busy working mom who felt physically and emotionally drained until I took action on my own transformation journey. I finally found the solutions to feeling confident and living a healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel hard. And now I'm on a mission to equip you with sustainable tools to help transform your life from the inside out, guilt free. Together, we will simplify your health and fitness into daily habits that don't feel like another thing on your long to-do list, but daily actions that light you up instead. So if you're ready to redefine self-care and step into your own self-transformation, then let's do this. You're listening to episode 120 of Self Transformed. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I am so excited because so many friends have taken advantage of the new Habits That Stick starter kit and I want to make sure you do the same, friend. Friend? Friend. (laughs) You guys, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. So anyways... So girl, if you have ever found yourself saying, I never stick with any new habits, I'm tired of not keeping promises to myself, I wish I could just break up with unhealthy habits, I want more time for myself, but oh my gosh, that feels so overwhelming to even think about trying to scheduling something on my super, super full plate already. I got you. I got you. Okay. This isn't another like super duper long course. This should take you not very long to complete, but it is super digestible. It's super simple and it gives you a strategy when it comes to making new habits stick in your life. Okay. I know a lot of times we're like Monday morning, I am starting this new habit, but if you have no strategy behind it, guess what? It's not going to happen because life is going to happen and life is super, super busy. Okay. So it's only three modules, only like 20 minutes or less on each video and a free habit tracker download that I created just for you to continue your habit transformation, making them stick after you are done with the course. I give you homework. Trust me, I don't grade it, but it's allowing you to take action because, you know, we wholeheartedly believe at the self-transformed um, podcast and community and taking action and not just putting out a course and, you know, fingers crossed you do it. I want you to do this course and have a massive transformation in your life. Okay, so you can go to bit.ly slash habits that stick kit. Isn't that cute? bit.ly slash habits that stick kit. Get this mini course. Start it now. If you want to do an upgrade and get on a 30 minute habit hacking call with me, there's an option for you to do that at checkout. I'm so excited for this. This is something you all have been asking for. So here it is. Here it is. I'm super excited. It's out there in the world and I can't wait to hear how much you love it as well. So let's get into today's episode. Today, we are talking about perfection and perfectionism. <laughs> I can't talk today, y'all. So have you ever found yourself thinking you're a perfectionist? Me personally, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a fly-by-my-seats, pants kind of girl. Like, I have a funny story. So 
um, in college, my senior year, I found out I had to take some type of science credit. I was an art history and business major, y'all. I don't know why I needed one extra science credit, but I was like, okay, whatever. So I signed up for geography thinking, oh my gosh, this is so easy. It's going to be like elementary school, like where you figure out where all the states and countries are. Well, I'm dumb and I didn't know it was a lot deeper than that. And there was a lot of science with it and stuff too. And my then boyfriend, my now husband at the time, he was like straight A student. He is a perfectionist. He is like, this is the way we do things. We go to class. And I had senioritis. I was like, I just got to get a D or better on this course to just get my diploma and peace out of here. So I did. I got a D in that class. I always had A's and B's and everything else. So I kept saying, hey, it's D for diploma. And he was just appalled. Like, why didn't you try to get, you know, an A or a B or just, you know, a passing grade? I'm like, dude, a D is a passing grade. And for me, it was just like, I didn't see the importance of that. I didn't know, you know, I didn't need to have that win in my life. I just wanted to pass it with a passing grade so I can move on. Whereas for him, and I see this in my oldest son too, and I talk about this a little bit in the show, they are perfectionists. If you give them something, they are going to put in 110% and make sure to do it completely right. Now, don't get me wrong. I am a very hard worker. I will put in 120% to make sure something is right, that it's great. But hey, if like it doesn't work out and it's not exactly as planned, I'm okay. I'll let go of it. Whereas they will just focus on it and not be able to celebrate any small wins or completing something. Okay, so the, the actual definition of perfectionism is the refusal to accept any standard short of perfection. Well, this is troublesome because guess what? There is no such thing as being perfect. There isn't. There just isn't. And when you're always striving for perfectionism, unfortunately, I feel like you're setting yourself up for um, failure. And I say that loosely because it isn't really failure. You're learning from the journey or it may have been something like fantastic. Like you got a B on a test and you really wanted an A, but hey, you tried your best, right? So, and there's different forms of perfectionism, okay? So sometimes I think it's self-oriented. So, you know, you're thinking like, okay, this is just a drive I internally have. This is just the type of person I am, like my oldest son and my husband. Or maybe it's other oriented. You know, maybe it's something that you learned through childhood. You were always striving for perfection to impress somebody or please your parents for that matter. But now I feel like a lot of times we're striving for um, perfection because it's socially prescribed. You know, we're in that holiday season now where everyone's sharing all their wonderful things that they're doing during the holidays with your their family. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just trying to keep everyone alive and get to Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> that was setting my hair on fire, right? Right. So I feel like it comes from a lot of different ways. It can be from inner, it can be from out, outward experiences, but today we're going to talk about ways to really focus and celebrate the small wins and really learn to let go of that vision of perfectionism because guess what? It ain't real. It's not real. So gang, today I'm super excited to, for you to hear from my guest, Miranda Lee. She is the host of the Empowered Podcast, and she has so much experience talking about perfectionism because she says she's recovering perfectionism, <laughs> perfectionist, okay? So Miranda, let me tell you a little bit about her. She's super, super cool. So she is a faith-based health and confidence coach, and she loves to help busy go-getters build confidence through food, freedom, fitness, and faith. 
Love that. Love that. So like I said, she's the host of the Empowered Podcast, and she's a huge mental health and eating disorder awareness advocate. Um, and she totally believes it's possible to eat the foods you love, prioritize mental health, and stop overtraining all while reaching your health goals. Okay? So she does this because she is a strong woman. Like, she does, like, strongman competitions. Like, so, so cool. I would love to watch something like that. I was going to say do something like that, but I don't know if I ever could, but I would love to go watch a competition like that. But she shares her story of overcoming perfectionism and doing these competitions and just trying to strive for perfection in her everyday life and ways that she's been able to overcome that. Okay, so get a pen and paper handy to take some notes. You know, we're always about action here at Self Transformed and make sure you stick around to the end of the episode. That way you can hear my three biggest takeaways on how you can overcome perfectionism. Let's go. All right, gang, thank you so much again for tuning in to Self Transformed. I'm super excited to have a fellow podcaster on the show today, Miranda Lee of the Empowered Podcast. Miranda, thanks so much. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Of course. Thanks so much for having me, Emily. I can't wait to talk about all this self transform and perfectionism goodies. So thanks for having me. Yes. Let's dig into this. So Miranda, the first question I ask every single guest is what does the phrase self transformed mean to you? Hmm. That's a good question. I think that, well, first of all, I don't even want to focus on the word self because I do feel like it's while I'm transforming myself, I can't do it by myself. Um, so, you know, doing it with God, number one. Um, and then with others as well, being okay with, um, depending on others and, um, you know, having those relationships, but I think we should always be trying to self transform and always be better and be, oops, be our best selves. So yeah, I think self transformation is, is more of a journey than a destination. So we should always be trying to, to transform and just be better and, and just grow. Yeah, totally. And I love that. Yeah. When I decided to launch the self-transformed brand, that's pretty much like the basis of everything that you were saying right there is like everyone is in usually some state of transformation. A lot of it comes from internally, you have to take action yourself, but there's so many great tools there from your, like your faith or working with a coach to help you get to where you're going. And that looks different in so many different phases of your life, right? Exactly. Yeah. Especially the whole different phases of, of all our lives, because I think there's going to be different focuses that we're, we're going to be aiming toward with transforming ourselves in different phases. You know, it could be, um, physically with our health and wellness, but then another time it could be with motherhood and another time it could be with our spouse or relationships and friendships. So it's just, there's just so much you can self-transform in your life. And I think it's awesome that it's a never ending journey. For sure. For sure. Well, can you share a little bit maybe about your own transformation journey, Miranda, thinking about kind of where you've been and what led you to who you are and really what you do today? Yeah. So, um, it, I think it all started just, just with how I was raised. Like I was raised in an amazing household. I had two loving parents who had, who still have the most perfect relationship ever. I had, I have an older brother who's about 10 years older. 
Um, and I have a little sister who's three years younger than me. Um, she was, she's adopted. Um, she has special needs. So that was, I think that was definitely one of the reasons, like we'll talk about it later, but with perfectionism, like there was so much focus on my little sister and all the things that she needed in her life. Um, and all the craziness of having traumatic brain injury that, I felt the need to not put any more stress or pressure on my parents because they were working so hard with my sister that I was always striving for perfectionism, Mm -hmm. even though it was something that they never expected from me. It was a pressure I put on myself. So um, growing up, I always got amazing grades. I was always super involved, never got in trouble Um, and kind of things were I was just having an internal struggle like with my mental health I struggled with multiple eating disorders that I kept to myself um struggled with anxiety OCD a tick disorder all this stuff growing up and it basically it it took until I was about 20 20 21 years old to finally be like I can ask for help. It's okay. I can reach out to others. I can, I don't have to put on this perfect, perfect persona. So after, you know, going to therapy, doing a lot of self-development, leaning on family and friends, you know, I healed my, I healed my relationship with food and healed my eating disorders, went into recovery, all this amazing stuff, been a lot more open about my anxiety and OCD and my tics. And it's like, I just feel like I went through all these struggles growing up that now like God's like, you can help other people. They don't have to have a 25 year old, 25 years of struggling to make it where I've made it. So now I can, I can help people. And that's what I do. I, I help super busy people like me, you know, build self-confidence and body confidence through food, freedom, faith, and fitness. And that's just what I'm all about. And looking back, it's like, man, I had all these struggles, but it was for a reason and it's okay. And it helped me become who I am today. Wow. Thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing that Miranda, because I think people are seeing sharing um, mental health struggles in a more positive light. You know, just like if you would like break your arm, you would go to the doctor. People are seeing that more in a positive light, like, Hey, I should go and like get help or, you know, you sound like you had maybe a lot of internal struggles that you really weren't sharing with anybody. You were just putting on this front of perfectionism, which I feel like a lot of women could relate to um, listening um, to your story today. So thank you so much for sharing that. That's great. So, well, today let's talk a little bit more about perfectionism because I feel like a lot of times everyone puts on a front sometimes trying to show, oh, I have the perfect little family, the perfect little life. I'm doing this. And behind the scenes, you might be a hot mess or things might not necessarily be going the way you want to. And it's really stressing you out, really trying to put on a lens of perfectionism. So how did you overcome, you know, perfectionism over time? You kind of alluded to that a little bit in your story, but how did you overcome that over time? Yeah, I think I just, well, first of all, I really, you know, surrendered over to God. Like these aren't struggles that I have to carry alone on my back. Like God wants to help me through. So I really surrendered it over to him. But a lot of it was really getting out of my comfort zone and 
doing things that I wouldn't normally do and then noticing, Hey, like the world didn't end. Um, like it's, it's okay if, you know, I got to be in a class or it's okay if I, you know, didn't do how I thought I was going to do because I am a, a competitive athlete. I do, um, I did powerlifting for years and MMA and now I do, um, strongman. And I know a lot, like I remember, especially in the depth of my perfectionism, I would literally get first place in a powerlifting competition and then go into my car and just bawl my eyes out and just cry because I didn't do as well as I wanted to do, or I thought I would do. And my husband would be like, dude, like you just won first place. Like, why are you crying? And, and I'm like, it's not good enough. It's Mm -hmm. not good enough. And like, that's just such a sign of perfectionism that like even doing the best is still not good enough. And it's just all about the mindset that, that we have and the relationship that we have with ourselves. And it's definitely a journey and it's, it's not just going to be a perfectly linear process. There's going to be ups and downs, but, you know, just starting with little things that I can aim toward and really seeing that like, Hey, the world's not going to end if, it doesn't happen perfectly. And then just realizing like perfect isn't like, it's literally never going to happen. So why set myself up for disappointment? Like why say be perfect and then be disappointed every time? Like, why would I do that to myself? Why have I done that to myself? Mm. Okay. First off, you are freaking amazing doing like strongman competitions. I have a friend (laughs) whose husband does it. And like the videos I've seen him doing that. I'm like, oh my gosh. So you are like freaking like amazing, strong and mentally strong (laughs) to do something like that. But yeah, like what you mentioned just there, I could totally relate to that, Miranda, because I have a middle school son and he's kind of a perfectionist sometimes. And he didn't get straight A's this past quarter and he missed part of school because of surgery he had to have. So he he had one B on his report card, totally losing it, putting so much pressure on himself. Can I get extra credit? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And we're like, hey, you had some obstacles at first. You did great. We're proud of you. You got all C's because we know you did your best. Like, let it go. It's fine. But I feel like when you put a lot of pressure on yourself, it's hard when someone doesn't maybe understand that and says, just let it go. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. But what you just pointed out there is doing maybe more uncomfortable things and being okay with things not going well that takes some practice and over time that will change your mindset. Right. Yeah, exactly. And even like what you said right now, like you as a parent were like, no, it's fine. Like great job. That's how my parents were too. Like I'd come home with straight A's and maybe like one B and it would be like the end of the world. And my parents were like, it's fine. Like, why are you freaking out? You know, I think a lot of perfectionism is literally just stems from yourself, not other people's expectations from you. It's your expectations of you. And it's not that my parents or you with your, with your son are like, oh, you have to do perfect. That's not, it's not it. It's, it's an internal struggle that a lot of people have. And I think most people do have some form of perfectionism, um, you know, whether it's intense or a little bit or in certain aspects of your life. And it's an internal struggle that you have to overcome. It's not something that other people can be like, oh, no, you're fine. And you're like, wow, you're right. I'm fine. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. 
And they're like, yeah, easier said than done. Easier said, it takes some practice to change that way of thinking or being okay with things not going perfectly because there is no such thing as perfect no matter how hard you try. And I guess that's kind of the struggle of it, right? Because you're like striving, 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 but really there is no such thing as perfect. You're going to be setting yourself up, like you said, for disappointment a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, I think I might be a perfectionist, but I'm not really sure if I am. I think you know, you know, you know if you are. But what are some signs or maybe some cues people can look for, maybe with their kids, you know, that maybe I'm a perfectionist? Yeah, I think the biggest one is they can't celebrate any achievements or victories. Like, like me, I got first place and it wasn't something I was celebrating other people too. Like they could get an A on a test, like they could get a 97 and they're just like, well, what could I have done to get a 100? You know, I I think that's probably the biggest one is not being able to celebrate, celebrate those victories and, and achievements. And, you know, looking at that within yourself or with other people, um, and just how critical you, you are with yourself. That's, that's definitely a major one. Um, and another one is like, how do you talk to yourself? How is, how is this self-talk that you have? Like, what are your expectations? I think a lot of the time we're just so used to what we're saying in our head that we're like, oh, it's normal, but like, maybe write it down and be like, all right, what are these expectations that I have? Like, do you actually give yourself any wiggle room for, for anything. Like I know with me, um, you know, everyone's perfectionism is different, but for me, I like everything to be lined up perfectly in my schedule. So it's like, I want to be able to show up, you know, at an appointment, like right on time. It's like, but do I give myself any wiggle room, like for traffic or, you know, if I spill my coffee, like I don't give myself any of that wiggle room. Cause I think everything like I expect other things to be perfect. And then it's like these things that I can't control. And it's like, I, I they happen and then I blame myself. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is like what you even expect from others um, is, is a big one. Like, do you expect others to be perfect as well? Do you expect things that are out of your control to be perfect and then still blame yourself if they're not perfect? So, so yeah, those are definitely a couple of things that you can you can look inward at. Oh, dang. That takes some work too. (laughs) That takes some work to, like you said, like if things don't go your way and it's out of your control, just being like, okay, shifting the way you speak to yourself about that. And, you know, I think, I feel like it's totally fine. It's, it's great to strive to like be your best. It's perfectly fine to do that or want the best for others, but there's a point where it can probably maybe get a little unhealthy for you as well. Um, I'm interested in what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, growing up, trying to be perfect for your family with having a sibling with special needs, because I'm the youngest of three and my, um, my brother and sister are twins and my brother was actually born with cerebral palsy. And so he's had a lot of, um, physical and mental and just watching my parents take care of him. Cause he wasn't able to like physically like take care of himself. It's, it's a pr- pretty severe form of CP. But I personally never felt like I had to be perfect. I just felt like, you know, I don't know if it was coming from a younger sibling, like, oh, well, this is just our family and this is how it is. I'm interested in your perspective 
on that as well. I think perfectionism is kind of like this perfect storm that has to do with both nature and nurture. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have an older brother and he doesn't struggle with perfectionism at all. So um, I, I think so many things like kind of have to happen and it can be different for, for another person, you know, even like a sibling who's close in age or I'm, you know, a a friend or something who lives a very similar, unique lifestyle. And it's like, well, you don't struggle with this. And I do. And it's like, well, part of it does have to do with the nature of who you are and um, what your values are. So, you know, it's kind of like when you have like, two people who their dads are alcoholics. One person might be like, I'm never going to sip alcohol because my dad's an alcoholic. And the other person will be like, well, my dad's an alcoholic. So what do you expect? I'm, I'm an alcoholic. So, you know, there's, there's so like, it's kind of one extreme or another, but like there is that gray area as well. And sometimes when you're, you know, you're in that extreme, you're either a perfectionist or you're a delinquent. No, I'm just kidding. Or you're somewhere in the gray area where you're like, no, I'm just here. Like I am, which I feel like that's kind of how you were with, you know, having a brother with, with cerebral policy. You were just like, well, you know, it, it doesn't, it is. Yeah. it doesn't, yeah, it is what it is. It doesn't affect me in a super negative or super positive way where like other people, if they're not in that gray area, they find themselves in, you know, black or white. Mm-hmm. So just recognizing that, you know what? the gray area in life is a great place to be. A lot of people have that all or nothing mindset, which is something I talk about mm. all the time with my coat, with my coaching is, you know, it's the all or nothing mindset is so detrimental to you as a person in your perfectionism journey or your health and wellness journey that it's like that gray area, finding your own unique gray area to live in. It's perfect. You don't have to be all or nothing. There is a gray area that exists. I love the gray area. That's such a good analogy. I actually have an episode coming up in a couple of weeks on all or nothing attitudes as well. Really? Yeah, it happens so much, not even just with perfectionism or with something like you start something. And if you can't commit to it hundred percent, you're just not going to do anything. You know, you just throw your hands up and then you just have um, that sense of failure or, you're like, or then you don't try again. Cause you're like, well, if I can't commit to it hundred percent, I want to do anything. And then you don't do it. The thing you wanted to do, you know, whether it be a transformation or, you know, whatever that may be. So yeah. Yeah. I love the gray area analogy. That's really, really good. That's really good. You know, the holidays are coming up and it can be really stressful for people. Sometimes what would be some tips to help people let go of that perfectionism, um, stewing in their heart and in their mind and the holidays, what are a couple of tips to help them overcome that? Um, I think the biggest, biggest one is really to remember to fill your own cup because you can't fill others cups until you fill your own. And I feel, especially with the holidays and if, whether you're a perfectionist or just a mother, or a lot of times it's just a woman in general, like when the holiday seasons comes up, you feel like you have to do everything and be everything and be everyone, someone and make sure everything's perfect. And it's like, if your cup is empty, you literally, it's impossible to fill other people's cups and it's going to lead to burnout and it's going to lead, lead to maybe, you know, some type of resentment and the holidays, the point of holidays is to be with family and to really enjoy this experience. So if you're not enjoying it, 
then how do you expect other people to enjoy it? So I think we just have to remember that other people's expectations usually aren't as high as ours. Like with our kids, we probably think, oh, I have to do all this stuff for my kid, you know, and then your kid plays with the box that came in, you know? <laughs> so a lot of the time your kid just wants you to be present and be there. Your kid doesn't care if there's seven different types of pies for dessert on Thanksgiving, you know, your kid will probably eat one bite and then go play with the box. So, <laughs> you know, just not having these crazy high expectations, like no one, no one has these super high expectations that you have people just want you to be present people want you to be happy the same way you want them to be happy so if you want them to be happy you need to be happy because it's just yeah amen to that that's for sure that's for sure well and I think you know perfectionism sometimes comes from inside but I think sometimes there's especially during the holiday season there's a lot of social pressures as well like people are getting on social media and being like oh here's my perfect family like opening presents and here's this and here's that and they don't see all the behind the scenes stuff of you know you lose in your patience with your kids or like you like barely got a time to like take a shower during the day and it's not a relaxing holiday season. You know, they give people time off work for that very reason to spend time with family. Like you mentioned, there's so many higher expectations out there that we shouldn't place so much high expectations on ourselves because no one else is expecting that much of you. No one else cares if you're posting the most beautiful family picture, perfect Instagram posts of your kids. They're just worried about their own selves right yeah exactly and I think a lot of the times the things that we stress about um in in whatever aspect of our lives are so irrelevant like you know we stress about oh is am I having the picture perfect layout for you know Thanksgiving dinner or um am I wearing a size four instead of a size eight Mm -hmm. Like, I just like to think, what are people going to say one day at my funeral when they go up to talk about me? They're not going to say, I'm so excited that I'm so happy that Miranda weighed 10 pounds less, that she finally lost those last 10 pounds, or, you know, or that she made the perfect Thanksgiving turkey. Like it wasn't dry at all. No, no one's going to say that. They're going to say, you know, I'm so happy that Miranda always showed up, that Miranda was there for me, that you know, Miranda always made me laugh. Like those are the things people are going to say. And, but yet we focus on all the little things that no one really cares about. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, I think that's a really good note to end on Miranda as we are going into this holiday season. Remember what it's really about. And, you know, it's okay if you are a perfectionist, but just be aware of it and work on that mindset over time. That way you're not setting yourself up for disappointment over and over again, but setting yourself up for success and grace and living a life where you feel good about it. You don't want to feel disappointed all the time. You want to feel good about what you're doing and it's okay to strive for um, whatever success looks like to you, but be okay with missing that mark sometimes too. Exactly. Yeah. So Miranda, where can everyone connect with you online? Yeah. So um, you can go to my website. It is thisismirandalee.com. Um, and then everything's on there. You can, um, join my free Facebook empowerment community. Um, you can click that or you can go to bitbit.ly forward slash Miranda Lee FB as in Facebook to join my empowerment community. Um, I do have a podcast, like we talked about the empowered podcast. So M the letter dash powered podcast. 
Um, and I am on Instagram um, at this is Miranda Lee, but I am taking a little bit of an Instagram detox right now for the next at least month to really focus on my relationship with God and just, okay. you know, just kind of separate from that social media right now. But but yeah, you can you can find me in, in those places. Nice. Well, Miranda, thank you so much for this conversation. I think everyone's going to have quite a few takeaways and I'll make sure to include some notes in the show notes for everyone. But thanks again, Miranda. Awesome. Thanks so much, Emily. Miranda, thank you so much for this conversation. I hope you, my dear listener, learned a lot about how you can let go and stop striving for perfect and start striving for those small wins and celebrating that. Okay, so let's talk about my three biggest takeaways and how you can start taking action today. So number one, this is really great that Miranda brought this up. She talked about what is your current self-talk and expectations of yourself. Okay, and she has you taking action by actually writing those down. Okay, you know, I totally believe in the power of writing things down. You hear me say that a lot in all my courses and the free coaching that I do as well. That's because you're three times more likely to achieve whatever you're writing down, if it's a goal for that matter. But also, sometimes I think when you're writing, a lot of things come out. It's just very cathartic. And we've had an episode on writing and the power of writing um, with my friend Chelsea. But as you're writing these down you may reflect back on them and be like, are these actually really realistic? Most cases, it might not be the case. Like you're putting a little too much pressure on yourself and you're not going to be able to celebrate those small wins. Also, think of it this way. Do you expect perfectionism from others too? You know, so if you, so if you're thinking about, you know, you have learned, you know, to strive for perfectionism based on that other oriented um, perfectionism we talked at the beginning of the show, like maybe outside forces, like a parent, are you now projecting that on your kids? For example, are you now expecting that of your coworkers and your friends? In most cases, you're not, but you also don't want to project that onto others as well. So sit down and have a little heart to heart with yourself. Think about what your own personal self-talk and expectations are. Write them down, see if they're truly realistic. Okay. Number two, be okay when it doesn't go your way. Okay. Be okay when it doesn't go your way. So, this is super important. We're actually going to have an episode later in December on having an all or nothing attitude because this is a big challenge I hear from a lot of ladies in my community. So, I'm going to dedicate a whole episode to that in the month of December. So, make sure you're subscribed and listening to the show. Um, but things aren't always going to go your way. So think about like your schedule, like there's going to be a wrench thrown in, you know, like your kid stays home sick from school or you have a random meeting that pops up on your calendar. You have to run to the store because there's nothing to eat. Now it's thrown off your day for that matter. Okay. You know, and a lot of times we think about this with the new habits we schedule in our life. When it doesn't go your way, Are you okay with that or do you just give up on yourself when it doesn't go your way just because if you know you won't be able to perfect it, you just won't do it at all? You might be missing out on some really cool opportunities and some really amazing ways, amazing um, uh, ways to take care of yourself, I guess is what I'm trying to say in regards to your self-care, establishing new habits and whatnot when it doesn't go your way. That's okay. Refigure it out and move on. Okay. And then number three, since we are in the holiday season, I love that Miranda brought up filling up your own cup during the holiday season, regardless if you are a mom or not. Be present. 
Be present. Lose the sense of perfectionism. Lose the comparison-itis that happens sometimes, you know, when there's so much socially prescribed expectations happening. And just do you. Do you what makes you happy. Feel free to say no and set boundaries. I know I'm looking at my schedule for the rest of November and December trying to ensure I have everything scheduled that I need to on our social calendar for my husband and I and our kids. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I think every weekend's booked now. And I feel like maybe I should, should have said no to a couple of things too, okay? So make sure you're filling your own cup during this holiday season. Remember what it's about. It's about, it's about being grateful. It's about gratitude, which is one of the daily five habits we talk about in Self-Transform You is AM, PM gratitude. But also thinking about December, being with family, the gift of giving. The gift of giving, like how... Um, 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 God gave us Jesus Christ, you know, at, for Christmas time. So be present. Think about what these this busy season is really all about. Sometimes we lose sense of that and we're striving for perfection. And we need to learn to let it go, fill our cup, and be present. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Miranda, thank you so much for coming on the show. Y'all, I was just on Miranda's show as well, talking about what real self-care really looks like and, of course, a ton about habit strategy because, you know, that is my jam. I will geek out on it all day long. So make sure to go check out the Empowered Podcast. I'll make sure to have a link in the show notes for you as well. Miranda, thanks again, girl. You are strong. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Gang, just a reminder, if you're wanting to check out the new mini course I just launched, the Habits That Stick Starter Kit, you can go to bit.ly slash habits that stick kit. Maybe you're one, of, one of your new habits is going to be around your mindset and perfectionism, and you're going to stack a new habit onto there so you're able to let things go. <laughs> you can learn more about that in the course. All right, gang, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I will talk with you again very soon. Girl, real quick before you go, if you love today's show and know your girlfriends need to hear this message too, then grab a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Emily Nichols22. Because the more mamas out there hearing this message, the more empowered we'll all feel to take care of ourselves so we can pour from a full cup. Or the number one way you can thank me for this podcast is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way, more mamas will find the show here too. Love you and appreciate you, girlfriends. See you next time.